problem isn't in my pants. Bexman. That was like his price, was that they make him a son that was a clone, but that got to aid normally, so it took him longer to get there. So it's kind of cool. Like, it's smart because you get to have the same fucking guy play him later. Yeah. I mean, that's not how they planned it out at all. But no, but like... That's, that's how it worked that's, out. Yeah. That's well, like also, there's a lot they, of Star Wars that like wasn't really planned out. Yeah, but the uh, the dude who played the uh, the Emperor in uh, like in the uh, original trilogy... Yeah, he got he, his groove. Yeah. That was a good movie, too. Uh, that's so good. But <laughs> best Star Wars movie <laughs> is how the Emperor got his groove back. <laughs> Emperor's new groove. How uh, Stella got her groove back. That would have been great. A fucking sequel but, that was like the Emperor gets his groove back. But uh, the uh, the actor who was the Emperor was like in his 20s or 30s, and they just aged him up. And by the time the prequels came around, he was old enough to actually play the Emperor. Uh, I got to say, dude is a good actor. Even in his 20s and 30s. Do it. <laughs> Although, like, everyone else is a terrible actor because, like, how does not everyone immediately assume that guy to be evil? Even when he was trying to be good. Yeah. Like, how, like well, because even when he, he'll be like, yes, you got to take care. You got to do it this way. Do it. Do it to kill him. <laughs> well, he only like, did he that. Just slip into that all the time. In front of Anakin. He didn't do that in front of other people. Yeah, Anakin's the one who I like to imagine, though, that he warning. actually did and that they just, like, didn't notice <laughs> or like just like avoided talking about it they're like voting on dropping the bombs like do it do it <laughs> he's the only guy voting for it strike down your father and take <laughs> rightful place at my side but i thought he's pretty charismatic i just want to know if you wanted creamer in this <laughs> like he, he's saying that's like a i told you a large double double <laughs> two creams two sugar do it <laughs> I thought uh, Anakin gets too much hate, in my opinion. Or Hayden Christensen. What? Yep. He <laughs> uh, looks so mad. Episode 2, pretty crap. With But that has to do with the writing a lot, I feel like. Well, I, I think it uh, the writing doesn't help because George Lucas is a hack. But, uh, Whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Every, every actor is bad in those movies, even fantastic actors. I don't think it's Hayden Christensen's fault because they're all acting with with just complete CGI. Yeah. It, it's all, everything's green. Because even uh, Samuel Jackson is not good in those movies. Yeah, that's fair. That's uh, rough. I don't know about that. It's the writing. I don't feel like the acting's that bad. Well, no, I mean, think about it. Like, if you're acting at nothing, that's got to feel very awkward. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The writing's I'm garbage. Sure. <laughs> but I'm saying that they can't even do their best with the bad writing that they could because it's hard to act with just green all around you. Like, I, I have to restructure how I'm doing the other show now. Because, like, I gotta have someone there to talk to. Yeah. Even if they don't talk. Because I feel like an insane... I tried to record the show. Felt like an insane person. They're like, trying to just talk Talking to into audience. an empty room. With no one there. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking weird. I it's, don't understand the people that, like, do podcasts by themselves. It's tough. It, yeah, it's, it's fucking really tough. Speaking of doing podcasts, welcome to this <laughs> next men. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going to be going over part three of uh, Colin Bunn's Magneto series, which is the Axis tie-ins. Yeah. Nine to twelve, right? Yep. Nine yeah. to twelve. But I gotta get I gotta get this off my chest. All right. Episode three. Hayden Christensen's acting was great. 
I don't know. I'd have to go back and verify. All I know is talking about when he kills those kids. Yeah, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel like Anakin was a good character until you get to the Clone Wars stuff in the Clone Wars cartoons, and uh, mainly the the like the CG looking animated one, yeah, rather than the two dimensional. He's fucking dope. Like you really feel for like like that as a character that like suddenly when he becomes this evil person like that does hurt that's like oh fuck you were like the man dude like shit now you're now you're a bad guy you were supposed to be the chosen one yeah they did that episode he was so, <laughs> that was he was supposed to bring balance to the force not leave it in pieces no no in darkness. they did that that was one of the most brilliant things of the clone wars is that they literally had an episode where that was what happened yeah. He was literally brought before uh, both sides of the force. Like there was like uh, an all chaotic and like evil side, and there was this good side, and uh, the the evil side was getting stronger and was starting to take over. And the like, basically, their father was the power that balanced them, and Anakin was literally the only Jedi strong enough in the force to balance them himself. And there's this whole yeah. adventure with them. And Which the makes guy, me picture they're just standing on his hand. <laughs> well, no, not, not technically. But uh, the guy tells him, like, this is what you're chosen for. I need you to replace me because I am dying and my son's going to destroy everything. Or, like, he's, he's going to unbalance the Force. And then, ultimately, Anakin's just like, nah, bad man's vagina. <laughs> so good. Well, I can't. Those walls. Also, I can't do this. In the most literal sense, he—that's exactly what he did. Was balance the force. No, he did. Bike. Yeah, because the—it's it, a weird thing that the Jedi's always wanted uh, and like talked about balancing the force because they were way more powerful than the Sith at every moment. But then Vader comes and then kills all the Jedi except for two, and then it, it, there's only allowed to be two Siths, which perfectly balances it out. Okay, in terms of balancing the numbers, but then the power still is far unbalanced. Like, you have... Once Yoda dies and Luke becomes a second Jedi, but when it's Yoda and Obi-Wan, the power... Luke was never a full Jedi. He's a hack. He becomes a Jedi Knight literally at the end of... uh, Two, right? Return of the Jedi. I thought it was after Empire Strikes Back. He's not a Jedi Knight until he kills Vader, or... Kills Vader, so technically, well, you know, Vader he kills kill himself. Him. He give yeah. himself the title. I am now a Jedi Knight. Basically, nobody else could. Who the fuck else was gonna give it's it? Messed to up. Him? Yeah, I mean the I, the ghosts. But I now guess. he's he's no better than literally every rapper on their album going. I'm the greatest rapper alive. He's he just, worse. He just repeats his name constantly <laughs> during lightsabers. Yeah. Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at the titles of his movies. Kind of. But so he, like, when he was uh, really angry and having the, the conflicted emotions, he portrayed it really good, in my opinion. Dialogue, yeah. written kind of poorly. It, well, and when he's being a sad boy, it's real bad. But, like, when he he gets angry, like, the acting's there. Uh, I mean, I've seen other movies with him, and he's not a fantastic actor. But, I mean, he had his moments in, in the third Star Wars movie. By the way, I'm but writing something it's about overall Cyclops. overall a bad movie. Well, like a version of like our Cyclops, uh, Sad Boy. Uh, uh, so it, Cyclops. Yes. Uh, the idea is his tears turn to punches. <laughs> that sounds like a bullet for my Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I gotta say though, Mark Hamill wasn't the best either when he cried about uh, finding out Darth Vader was his father. Well, yeah, no. Mark the the first My head. <laughs> uh, the first Star Wars movie is real bad with Mark Hamill just being whiny. Like man, it, you go back and you watch the original the original Tridge. Uh, when he goes like, but I, I want to go to Tashi. Yeah, Station. I was gonna go to Tashi Station to buy some power converters. You're like, dude, shut up. But see, I get that. Like, that's not acting. That's how it was written, and that's why I get yeah. why Anakin is so whiny. People are like, oh, Anakin's so whiny. I'm like, Luke was too. Luke Runs in the family. Yeah, yeah. Luke gets it, gets it from his daddy. Apparently. And now Ray is gonna be really whiny because she's on her. Well, Skywalker she's not. Now. She's not a Skywalker. Yeah, right? she is. You saw the end of that movie. She just they decides. said, "What's your name?" And she said, "Skywalker." Yeah, she but did lied. she? She didn't legally change she's a Palpatine. it. Palpatine. Yeah, but I mean, you ask her; she's a Skywalker. Now. By the way, Palpatines sound like something that like like grows that grow into butt cracks or something. Oh. No, see, Palpatine sounds like it's like uh, orange juice with a lot of pulp. No. <laughs> also, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But like, but like, if it was like in a Capri Sun packet, no sense. Yeah. Like your straw keeps getting clogged with pulp. Either that or like, uh, like powder. But they don't give you they like it's always too much powder, so it's like clumped up oh. when you mix it in. Oh, or it's it's dehydrated orange pulp, and so you it's just, tang. And you exactly you just add water. That's Palpatine. Tang Palpatine is a horrible. I guarantee. <laughs> That is a Star Wars name if I've ever heard one. Tang Palpatine. Yeah, that sounds like one. <laughs> so Magneto, right? Yeah, yeah. It's been ten minutes we've been talking. You got me going, so I'm like Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> uh, they they do this uh, new segment on David Chuck that's fucking hilarious because mm-hmm. like, people call up and ask him questions all the time. So they have this Darth Vader mug and they just play like breathing sound effects in the background while it playing. Uh, clips of Vader's voice and stuff, but people will like ask them questions and they roll uh, dice that says like yes or no on different sides uh-huh. to give them answers. <laughs> so like people will be like, "Oh, should I let my girlfriend peg me?" And they're like, they'll like roll a yes, and then they'll play like Vader. Like, <laughs> it is your destiny. <laughs> you say, "Is this the magic eight ball?" You just shake it to find out what's going on. It pretty much is, but it's like Vader decides for you. Is what the whole segment is. Damn. Uh, so anyway, I guess you could say the, in, in terms of coolness right now and iconic villainy, uh, the Vader of the X-Men's universe, Magneto. Kind of. Yeah. Got the helmet. Uh, all Cassandra right Nova now. is the fucking Palpatine. <laughs> you, I could see that. Yeah. Set your feelings. You know it to be true. <laughs> Uh, so he hears there's some shenanigans happening on Genosha and goes shenanigans Skywalker <laughs> shenanigans dude Star Wars has this, I know we're this is an X-Men podcast and we're just ragging on fucking Star Wars but man Star Wars has the stupidest names like Salacious Crumb <laughs> yeah that uh, I'm trying to remember there's a dude who the dude who sold death that sticks that sounds like it should be a dessert by the way in like Britain or something a Salacious Crumb cake yeah, <laughs> but like the dude who sells death sticks in Star Wars, he also has like a, the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard. I'll have to look. Does it he up. have a name? Are yeah, just a guy. Every Star Wars death? character has a name. Like, is that not an adjective? Oh. Salacious. 
So you guys know who I'm talking about. The dust. The you want to buy some dust sticks? Yeah. That yeah. Guy. And he's <laughs> like, no, his name you is. Go home and rethink your life. His like, I want to na- go home and rethink my life. His name is Alan Slees Bagano. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars is dumb sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Most of the time. Uh, I saw uh, a meme. It was well. You guys probably saw it too. If, if Comic City shared it, the the Macho Mandalorian. I have no. I haven't seen it. seen it. What? All right. Well, I gotta. I don't fucking... think either of us really have Facebook right now. So. I don't follow Comic City. I don't think. Oh no. I was gonna say though, we don't really have much to talk or to diss Star Wars names when we were just talking about Jason. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we shit on Jason all the time. Yeah. We do. We do. And especially the, the names point. of these people who are about to be fighting Magneto. Z, the Slaughter Lords. They're just as bad. The group of the S Men. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he look like a Libre? <laughs> That's like the worst Photoshop job I've ever seen, I too. I know. It's great. He looks like he should be holding maracas. <laughs> kind of. Uh, but at any given moment, so did Macho Man Randy Savage. That just re- <laughs> that just reminds me of those uh, Soren Bowie from Cracked. Uh-huh. Uh, tweeted the other day that he's pretty sure Lando Calrissian is short for the Landolorian. <laughs> you know, I've always called Han Solo Han Gruber. No, no. but La- Lando calls him Han. Han. Yeah, well, Lando's the only one who calls him Han, though. Everybody else calls him Han. But Lando's known him the longest, so. Son of a, how is that? I just turned the volume all the way down. Motherfuck. Put it on silent. No, it's because my phone, like... Do it. (laughs) (laughs) It... You're just testing out ringers now? No. That was my fucking uh, alarm. It is time to take my pill. No. My phone, it uh, compartmentalized all the different things that would make a sound on my phone. So... It's like notifications and it's like media and it's uh, alarms and I have to turn them all down individually. How have they never gotten Palpatine to be the spokesman for Nike? Just do it. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it now. That's That'd be why, amazing. Because he kept adding do it now. <laughs> do it. They brought him in the Set booth for recording beans. and he, he, he just kept rolling. He's like, no, no, no. We just need the one line. <laughs> You will find that our shields are quite impenetrable. <laughs> Mr. Bond? Jesus. <laughs> That's his voice just changes into that at some point. Oh. Alright, so anyway, so Magneto. I am all the Sith. Magneto uh, goes to Genosha because he hears through the grapevine that shenanigans are afoot. Uh, and <laughs> shenanigans afoodo. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going to be a Star Wars name in me now. Uh, so he sees that mutants are being imprisoned and also inhumans that's something that gets thrown in how would he know the fact. exactly how do you tell the difference you like smell them <laughs> they, they wear they wear like those uh those medical bracelets that tell you what thing they got if if there's like a like they got a chronic disease yeah but you know like if they're an inhuman or a, a mutant I, mean, I can believe that but he saw them from far away a pile of bodies. He's like, oh, there's some inhumans in there. Maybe they're different maybe color they're, bracelets. Maybe they're, yeah, color bracelets. <laughs> like, like ones, the, the, like for mutants, it's silver, but for inhumans, it's like a Livestrong bracelet. 
Uh, so what the? By the way, what the fuck are the S Men? Are they created in this, or do they have a history? Because I don't know what they are. I know the U Men. I think they showed up in Uncanny uh, Avengers, didn't they? Oh well, I don't know. I didn't really read Uncanny Avengers. I thought but... you did. Hmm? No. <laughs> I just thought I didn't explain yourself. <laughs> so anyway. Do it. Uh, he sees the S-Men are, like, looking over uh, all these mutant prisoners and whatnot. And, you know, he he's sneaking in through, like, uh, well, you know what? He doesn't see that at all. We see that. I just realized it's a establishing shot. Um, and Magneto is in the middle of sneaking into Genosha through the sewers, which is weird because he's like, there are so many ways to get in here that no one knows about, but I'm going to take the stinkiest way. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of talking about Genosha and about how he failed, um, when, you know, in his internal monologue. And then he sees a mutant who is dead, and he's like, I wonder if this one died fighting or if he died begging. Uh, he touches him for no reason. I found that weird. I thought he was going to do the old, like, I'm going to close your eyes. It's like, no, <laughs> let me just touch your head. I thought you were going to say that he, like, he touches him to do, like, the, the thing where, like, cops are like... Yeah, that's cocaine. <laughs> he throws a bag of cocaine next like, to that body. Like he taps his fingers with their blood and he's like, yeah, he's dead. <laughs> that's dead man's blood if I ever uh, tasted it. And he ends up turning a corner and sees an entire uh, pile of bodies. That's when he says, you know, and humans and mutants. Um, and he gets mad. He's like, who could do this sort of thing? And he starts having Nazi flashbacks um, back when he was uh, Sunder Commando, right? Sonder Commando. Sonder Commando. So, like, basically one of the ones in charge of cremating all the bodies. And, uh, it's, it's, well, it's, it's fucked up. Just, you know, more, like, it's basically flashbacks of Magneto's Testament. But something that wasn't in Magneto Testament, uh, is that he had a bunch of metal and was already practicing with his powers. And he had this one, like, really sharp, rusty screw. And, uh... He was practicing shoving it into a plank of wood. So, like, you know, he's he's got murderous intent, and he's, like, biding his time. Uh, anyway. He so, wants to kill Hitzig. Yeah, Hitzig is a, a Nazi officer who it sucks. Yeah. Sucks real, real big. <laughs> yeah. Big time. Well, we realize that that description doesn't differentiate him from all the other Nazi <laughs> officers. <laughs> No, he sucks. He sucks. He sucks big time. But, <laughs> but really, he, really big time. But he does. So why not mention it? He sucks big, big, big time. Yeah, it's a, a big, uh, big old fat boy. <laughs> I mean, he's pretty slender, actually. But no, he sucks big old fat boys. <laughs> oh, he sucks big old fat. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh. Anyway, so <laughs> Magneto sees a couple of live ones, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, what is he fishing? We got a live one. <laughs> no, like in terms of uh, mutant prisoners, uh, and they like drop whatever uh, <laughs> gruel they're carrying or whatever. I don't. Um, they, I think he was having the flashback of being a Sunder or Sonder Commando, and then he sees them disposing of something and assumes it's the same thing. I think it's how the correlation is supposed to be. Yeah. Or that they're serving instead of standing up. Yeah. Um, and so he immediately starts to try to free them and he like breaks a inhibitor collar 
off of uh, one mutant. And you know what, actually, real quick. What the fuck is it with the inhibitor colors? How are they so effective, and how is there always so much bitching about powers that, like, aren't controllable? Like, how are they not just a staple in the Marvel Universe? I feel like we see inhibitor colors constantly. Exactly. Used offensively against the X-Men and mutants. But, like, you never... like, why doesn't Rogue wear one? Exactly. Like, why why doesn't someone with a problematic mutant power that gets in the way of their daily lives not like have an inhibitor collar it's not comfortable rogue actually did wear one in uh rogue and gambit oh did she yeah she said it it gave her headaches yeah she like didn't like it i also feel that oh that's so funny (laughs) that's just her excuse for remy (laughs) (laughs) not in the mood i know the collars make it so we can have sex but they give me a headache and i'm not really in the mood (laughs) so we still can't have sex it's like ah fuck oh she did wear it but not often I feel like it's it's for a lot of mutants too. It's a thing of like, uh, of being like ashamed of your powers. Yeah, but I mean, there are some that's like, well, I can see how that fucks with your life. I'm not saying, and and also like, it's take for example when they did the whole cure arc, right? And that just got rid of your mutant powers. This is something that's not permanent, like. If you're going to go do a thing where your powers would get in the way, you just slap an inhibitor bracelet on or whatever. You do that thing, and then if you wanted to use your powers, take the bracelet off or whatever. Like these should be purchasable. Exactly. At CVS. Yeah. Fucking Krakoa should be making some. This is like, hey, you trying to have sex, but you're actually a big old rock guy? They would never... It doesn't happen, though. With Magneto in charge, that would never happen. They don't change your physical appearance. He's only one of, like, what, 12, though, that's in charge? They do stuff all the time that he doesn't want to do. Most of the people who have a problem with their mutation, it's all physical, and inhibitor collars don't change physical appearance. That's that's why Wolverine can still pop claws. You know what? I don't believe that. I, pop I, claws makes me think that he's getting wasted on White Claw. <laughs> <laughs> I like if your mutant power is specifically a physical uh, change in your body. Then that's not an inhibitor inhibitor collar that works, or that's a bullshit model. The, he just saw that dead guy on the ground that looks like a mutant with the collar like on. A mutant. I feel like you're being really. Uh, that just looked like a guy with his eye shot out. Yeah, with green skin, green scaly skin. That wasn't green scaly skin. That was that was like brownish skin. No, uh, I think he's talking about the. I don't know. I oh, yeah, you're right. It's not I think, green. I think you're thinking of the S-Men. Possibly. But he's got like a, not a horn, but whatever that is, a Vienna sausage coming out the top of his head. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a dick. I think that's involved with why his eye's missing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're on both sides? I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, I guess getting back to the story. Just It just seemed like if the technology exists, you'd think like it would also... It wouldn't just only always be a hindrance. Like they should be able to make it normal or standardized. Yeah, or something, you know. Or in a bracelet, because that's the thing, too. If you're wearing it around your neck, you're kind of screaming to everybody, hey, I'm a mutant, come beat me up. Yeah, exactly. But if, like, you have, like, this weird Omnitrix on your fucking wrist. Like fucking Ben 10? Yeah. <laughs> Except you take it off to get your powers to use them or whatever. But, like, if, if you know, uh, what's-his-face... Uh, like beast or nightcrawler threw it on and they suddenly just turn into a normal looking person 
and then took it back off. I mean, I feel like most of the time they're not doing it so that it, it's recognizable what mutant you're looking at or the fact that you're looking at a bunch of mutants. But not that it necessarily correlates with what the inhibitor collar actually does. I I they, they're point. just not fashionable. Have like a choker around your neck. Maybe if they can get into a bracelet, but... I think to some people that would be pretty fashionable. They already kind of maybe in jum- jumbo carnation circles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right. So anyway, Magneto uh, breaks off the inhibitor collar of one of the mutants, and honestly, probably the, one of the most uh, worthless yet surprisingly um, convenient characters. He could have broken the collar off of because our powers are to create little illusions that mean nothing. But that kind of looked like Princess Leia coming up out of R two D two. It just makes like little holograms. Uh, and she, yeah, she her power is exposition. It can, yes, it is. <laughs> that is exactly what it is. Yeah. But it's spelt with an X. Position. <laughs> Mutant powers like that. I give it ten years before we get that book. <laughs> and it's just it's, a, it'll it's happen. Just a Hickman novel. <laughs> writing out all the pages. <laughs> That's what they should have called that. You know how that handbook came out with X of Swords? Oh that should have just God. been called it Exposition. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Dude, I bought that not realizing what it was. I have yet to get through it. Yeah, I don't even uh, care. I like opened it up and I was like, no, I'm not reading all this. Fuck it. Jen fucking slipped it into my file with all the stuff. And I yeah, was she just slips like, oh, I guess. Shit into the files. Yeah. Well, see, he's not going to make <laughs> that book because but... he doesn't want to compromise his exposition. So, I'm just going to leave it there. Ah, his position as an ex-character. <laughs> Alright, anyway. Got so- fucking Eminem over here. <laughs> no, I thought that was... That's, this doesn't make sense, because the whole theory of mutants is that they're the next stage of evolution. How does making little illusions help you with anything in life? It helps you explain what has happened. Like, use your words. Yes, but it's better than words. It's pictures, too, and they're worth a thousand words. he's got you there yep I concede alright so anyway that's why comic books are better than novels (laughs) Hickman (laughs) (laughs) alright so anyway the the other girl is freaking out because she's like no 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 don't take my collar off Uh, we have this voice in our head and they're monitoring us all the time if they know uh, the collar's off we're going to get in trouble. And he, and the other girl is like, and I can't even help you fight anyway. Because Magneto is all like, oh, so you're just going to be some bitches and be afraid and not help me fight these guys? You're just going to cower in fear and let other people do the fighting for you? And she's like, all I do is make little pictures Yeah, uh, out of light. But like, also, like, like story structure-wise of, like, showing her not being very useful... It doesn't help that the most useful technique they use against Magneto is projecting images into his head. Oh, I know. It That's makes her seem a lot more useful. <laughs> well, they, if, if they were believable, that's the thing. They're not really believable when they just look like little holograms in her hand. So she shows that like there's another voice that's in their head and shows uh, what Red Skull looks like when that voice is in their head. And it's Xavier. And then Magneto realizes, oh, shit. He's got Xavier, like, somehow. Like, Xavier is a part of... Weird that she shows Xavier with the red brain when it's quite the opposite to what's happening. (laughs) That Red Skull has gray matter in his head? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I think just showing that his head was cut open and they took his brain. Yeah. I I like that she says his words were still cruel. He looks a little nicer, but his words are still cruel. Yeah. 
And it's like, oh, it's supposed to be because Red Skull's talking? No. no. He kept trying to get me to sit on his lap. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's just Xavier being a dick. He's like, come here, dearie. Take a, take a seat. My face is the perfect place for you. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so Magneto flashes back to... Because uh, while he's thinking about them being bitches and not doing anything and fighting while they're imprisoned, he thinks back to himself uh, when he was in that same situation... And you see that he had that screw that he had been practicing, like, jamming into the wood plank and everything. Um, and he's walking up to Herzig, and before he... And he, like, starts to levitate in his hand. And before he can get it to shoot at Herzig, he gets bumped and falls out of it, like, his grasp of his powers. And he, like, His realizes, magnetic field. Yeah. <laughs> That was actually kind of clever, yeah. Uh, and he realizes he can't now reach for it because Hitzig's looking right at him. And he's like, oh, fuck. Why well, I lost my, literally my only weapon. Yeah, why don't you use your powers to pick that up? Exactly. Well, if he used his powers, they would all see a floating screw. There's got to be a lot of other screws there, though. Also, I mean, I'm willing to bet that he just, he didn't have... Because even later when they show him, like, with his family, uh, with Magda, I don't... He didn't have nearly the finesse and control of his powers or understanding of how they could work. Because, I mean, you could be like, well, how come he didn't just have it roll by him the whole time and kind of follow him until he had a moment to pick it up? I wonder if his plan, like, in his head... Because, like, you know when you, you you do shit like this, you're like, oh, I'm going to say something cool. I wonder if he's going to take Arnold's line from Total Recall... Where he's like, like, drills the dude in the stomach, and he's like, screw you! (laughs) (laughs) He was such a douche to those two girls, though, because he did the same exact thing. And then he still dissed them for it. Exactly. Well, uh, I think that's more, he's mad at himself for what, like, he wasn't able to do. So when he sees it in other people, he gets angry. That's a lot of his internal monologue, is is him talking about his shame and regret. Which means he should, I don't know, like. I think he ultimately does. I think this is one of the... I don't know how to phrase this without sounding like a total dick, but like... <laughs> no, just go for it. This is kind of the only good thing I've yourself, ever read man. that Bun wrote. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it, but he does it really, really well. And yeah. so I feel like this, this, uh, it, these issues in general, like you see how conflicted Magneto is on this. You see how he has this frame of mind now, but... That his actions also contradict his thoughts because there's a deeper layer of thought there that's like, that is understanding. He just doesn't like that that's the case. He he definitely understands Magneto more than any other character he's ever written. It might even not necessarily be that he understands him more, but that he might just outright be that big of a fan. And so that's yeah. why he does and then for everyone else, it's like, oh, this is the job, and so of course I can get it done. I want right. and I want to say that Colin Bud's like books are uh, like bad or anything. It's just uh, they're, they're usually kind of like middle of the road, and they are all right. And this just kind of hit me of like how good this is compared to all the other shit I've read from him. Like I'm not I'm not gonna like call my shots like too crazy right now, but I'm just saying like if I were to write a Cyclops book versus another character that cyclops book would be way better than whoever that other character is yeah and you right. make sure the artist draws him with a dong down to his fucking kneecap so yeah. everybody knows yeah give him that long dong yeah yeah 
Long dong silvers. <laughs> a lot of shadows. Wait, what was that uh, Batman? Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I forget what they called it. The, a bad man? The, the college humor? No, no, no. Oh. They, they, they did a comic where they... Batman oh, oh, yeah, is, is Batterwang? <laughs> yeah, the whole, the whole Batterwang yeah. uh, controversy. Damned? Uh, That's what it was, Batman damned? Oh, probably, I don't know. I can't remember the name of, like... Like, you know how there's uh, Vertigo and shit like that? That's, like, usually the darker books or the more indie versions of yeah, the DC books? Yeah, and then now they have Black Label. Yeah, like, I don't remember what... Maybe it was a Black Label It was book. Black Label. It was the first Black <laughs> okay. Label book. Yeah. Um, so anyway, Magneto uh, gets the drop on uh, Red Skull, sort of. Um, and he's, crazy enough, has a bunch of screws. He's like, all right, well, I'm going to kill this Nazi. Like, yeah. I'm he's like, I'm going to finally be able to use that Arnold line. He's trying to make amends for when he didn't, he failed to kill somebody who needed to die. Yeah. So. And then he gets hit in the back. By the way. Again. Again. All the time. Like, even back in the day with... Uh, is it Hertzig or Hitzig? I forget. It was Hitzig. Hitzig. Yeah, the same thing happened. It played out the same way. Yeah, he got knocked in the back then. Like, but I'm just saying, Magneto, in this series, is constantly getting hit in the back, and this won't be the last time. Well, because they can't take him from the front. You can only hit him in the back. Yeah. He's taking yeah. it from behind all the time. Well, if you <laughs> hit it from the back, you make a fucking bra strap pop. You know what? It's the helmet. He's got no peripheral vision. He's got no way of knowing. They just gotta be behind. Well, yeah, he's just got that penis shape to look through. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a, it is kind of addiction. It's a cock and balls, <laughs> inverted, right on his face. Yep, it's so, uh, the, oh fuck, what do they call those? The Gonzo. He's got a Gonzo going on. A Gonzo. Yeah, you know how Gonzo, like his eyes and his nose are kind of like. A, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cock and balls. That's what he's got going on with this helmet. But all these guys have dumb names. Of course they do. They're the S Men. Which I was also wondering, this is why I wanted to know if they already existed or if they were created I looked it this. up that their first appearance is un, uh, Uncanny Avengers number one and their last appearance is Uncanny Avengers 25. So they were created for Axis, basically. Yeah, for Uncanny Avengers. Well, Because they're technically dead by working, Axis. But always working for the Red Skull? Yeah. Okay. He it, creates them. Okay. They're... they're, uh, they're uh, like a combination of magic with also like uh, super mad science power. Well, well, that's what I was trying to figure out is if they were called the S Men for skull, for science. Well, I was just thinking in sorcery like, weren't the <laughs> it's all three of them weren't the like elite fucked up soldiers in the Nazi the organization SS? the SS yeah so like but yeah you, I guess you, I could also see skull, skull well because they they also do the the same thing in uh, with you men. Uh, and how they're comparable to Nazis. Where was uh, the U-Men from? Uh, I, kn- I know we read them in Morrison's X-Men. Oh. But uh, there's, uh, the U-Men are, uh, have obvious comparisons to like Nazis and U-Boats and shit. Oh. They're named after boats? Yeah. Fucking lame. <laughs> it's lame. Wasn't, uh, uh, wasn't Blitzkrieg like a... Uh, um, Blitzkrieg like was a, vehicle, a... Like a murder machine vehicle? It was uh, fucked up. It was basically, if you could imagine a tank that was a train, that's whole deal was to go really fast and stop and shoot a thing. So it was like, the idea was like, add as much fucking momentum to a projectile as possible. So it was like an overly complicated catapult? Yeah. 
Or like how my dad gets snow out of the bed of his truck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Magneto is all like, ah, my back. And then the yes men are like, fuck you, dude. You're some old my man. <laughs> ah, my back. I like to think this dude's just a mutated turtle. And Magneto just like ran over his dad in, in his car. <laughs> yeah. like, he is kind of like a, a or like his, his dad like uh his his dad wanted to free or like his dad was a turtle but magneto wanted to free him so he took him and he threw him in the ocean but he realized turtles can't swim <laughs> uh i just had a thought. did you just realize that you've thrown a lot of turtles in water <laughs> that's what it sounded like no 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 i was thinking that like he seems like the proto uh Oh, fuck, what's his name? Perger Perg or whatever? Pogger Pogger Pog. Pogger Pog. Uh, it's either Pogger Pog or Pogger Pog. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, and then it, it made me think back to what you said about all the people on Twitter who were like excited for Pogger Pog. And then made me realize, I think I might not like a lot of X-Men fans if they really... Because <laughs> that's like some, some bullshit. I think a lot of X-Men fans are just excited to get... To get something good, because but that wasn't good, and yeah. also like, but that well, people put all their hope into Hickman, and but it, that's not what I mean. I, think it's I mean, like, but... you ever witness someone get really excited over some bullshit, over yeah. over like some really like pandery, like oh, isn't that goofy, quirky bullshit? And Pogger Pog is said bullshit is to a high degree. Yeah, that just made me get mad at a bunch of. If they really are fans, finding out that X-Men fans can be so basic. Or, I am mad that so many basic people are trying to pretend to be X-Men fans. I, it's one of those two Can't things. they be both? It could be both. <laughs> <laughs> it could be both. I, oh, man. Well, because... Uh, it it, just... Not to talk shit about ourselves, <laughs> but <laughs> the, uh, the X-Men... It, it's X-Men and Spider-Man, uh, especially if you're our age... Are the most basic comics you can get into. They're beginner level comics because the most popular things when we were kids were X Men and Spider Man. Yeah, but I wouldn't so say they're many... beginner level comics. They're way more complicated than the Avengers. Yeah, they're no, they're... but they're they're the uh, what I mean by beginner level comics is if you go to a comic shop and you haven't read a comic before and you want to read something from Marvel, you're probably picking up X Men or Spider Man. Sure. Yeah. But you're it, you may not be aware of it at the time, but you are in for a very uh, deep and rich story if you do that. Yeah. So, but and also a lot of X Men fans, uh, a lot of X Men fans are uh, they're they're like separated from uh, just Marvel fans to where like you just read X Men stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> so, like I'm I I'm I'm a Marvel fan. More than I would say I'm an X Men fan because I read everything from Marvel. But I feel like, like I'm there's X Men fans yeah. who just read X Men shit. Yeah, I don't know. I'm and a Marvel fan, but every X Men thing I do that. But I'm a Marvel fan. I do like other. I'm not a DC fan. I wouldn't read DC just because I don't have the time. And it's the same thing with Marvel. I don't have the time to read. Yeah, DC yeah. is stand for you. It stands for don't care. <laughs> I mean, it's like I just don't have time to read everything. I don't even have time to read all the X Men. All right, well, anyway, you know who ain't got time for this? Red Skull. He ain't got time for this. Magneto's like... He's like sweet brown. 
<laughs> Magneto, he he gets up like he well he he throws a bunch of debris at the S men who are attacking him, and then he's like, "Oh, that's all you got for me?" <laughs> <laughs> he's like fucking Dale Dribble, <laughs> pocket sand. <laughs> but like Red Skull's attention is obviously captured now. Like he he doesn't have the drop on him, and so Magneto's like, "Oh, you thought that was gonna stop me?" He's like doing the whole "come at me, bro" thing, and. uh it is stupid that he went there with diminished powers to fight. Like, he just... Like we just read the whole arc where he gets the MGH, and then he'd even use it to go check out the Genosha shenanigans. He should have put up more of a fight, though. Geno shenanigans. Geno shenanigans. Which sounds like an Irish pub. When you think about it, all Genosha has is shenanigans. That's there is it. never an up-and-up time with Genosha. Maybe right before they got murdered. Even then? Yeah, but like literally right before when it's just like people taking classes and stuff. Because think about it. It burns. If Magneto was running Genosha, who was the guy pretending to be Magneto running Genosha? Zorn. The real Zorn. Don't start this. (laughs) Him and Magneto. Don't start this. They uh, they parent, or what was it? Parent trap. Yeah, they parent (laughs) trap. It just switched places. (laughs) Or or, or Freaky Friday. No, because they didn't. They didn't switch bodies. They were just pretending to be each other. That's where you go wrong. You're trying to make it too complicated. Trying to look cool. Which that's what happened with Zorn. Well, happened? that's what I'm saying. If there's an imposter Magneto, because that's what the uh, was it unof- unofficial ruling on it is that 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 was Ma- that was a fake Magneto. Uh, so that means a fake Magneto was king of Genosha at the time. So then, where was real Magneto? He was Zorn. He was in Japan. This is real. Wasn't Zorn because fake Magneto was Zorn. This is real Magneto, and he's saying he, he ruled was in Genosha. Genosha. Well, yeah, I believe him. But that's what I'm saying is that there was an imposter there pretending to be him when real Magneto got put in a bunker. So I'm saying that right before the attack, shenanigans. I think uh, you got mo- two Magnetos running around. So, so what you're saying is that Magneto is uh, fucking Natalie Portman. And then Zorn was Kira Knightley. Yes. Yes. And she gets killed and then... Yeah. This is sounding pretty good. That's Star Wars. Yeah. It was Star Wars. It Who's was... Kira Knightley? Oh. Kira Knightley's the yeah. woman who looks just like Natalie Portman. But who played it... the queen when they... Yeah. Yeah. But she's like not quite Natalie Portman, so she doesn't get cast in as much. I as didn't I know that was Kira Knightley. Yeah, who was playing the queen. I didn't know that either. That's, it threw me off at first, but then I realized, oh, you're talking about Star Wars right now, and I'm I fall full off. circle. Yeah. yeah, bad day at full circle halfway through an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we not a, we not can, now we gotta go around twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can just make more circles anyway. Infinite, <laughs> like a circle. Yeah, but our circles are gonna end up like those charts that like uh, there's only points in the middle that meet. Uh, Venn diagram. Yeah, Venn diagram. Yeah. Ah, who cares? You do enough of them and you get the Olympic symbol. <laughs> so yeah, he, but then we'll get sued. This didn't make sense because he turned his back on the S Men to talk crap to Red Skull well, as see, if Magneto's they weren't going to attack. Not smart about him. his back. No. Yeah. As sure. you can see, it keeps getting hit. So of course. That's exactly what happens, and he gets slashed in his back by a dude who's like, you're so weak, even I'm beating you. <laughs> That's literally what Burn. he tells him. They should have had that be Toad. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name, too? The Insect. 
That's his name. Stupid. Exactly. And that's what he wants them to understand. You're so weak. Me, the insect, is beating you. And that's also a guy who's fairly uh, intelligent because he, he knows where he stands. I don't know if that's intelligence. I think uh, that's just being self-aware. Exactly. That's a, that's a type of intelligence. Yeah. Uh, so. I feel like you're giving credit to the, the mid-base. Like, like <laughs> you do just enough. And that that's... We have to have an audience. Fine. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, man. My app just told me there are currently connectivity issues. Meanwhile, I'm trying to read a downloaded... Well, you know, reference. A downloaded issue. So... It's a fucking lie. I'm just saying the, the way the app is. Yeah. They're not downloaded. It, it They're liars. Yeah, it's how Spotify is. I download the music and then it still gives me a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My podcast is like that all the time. So, anyway. Magneto <laughs> having been beaten. you listen to this on Spotify right now. <laughs> <laughs> then they know that we understand their issues. We feel you. Yeah, we relate. Okay. Uh. So Magneto is strapped to some weird, like, surgical table that stands semi-vertically, as you do when you've been beaten by a villain. And he's like... He's James Bonding him. He's like, shit, this again? I know how this goes. Uh, he's James Bondage! <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. And so Red Skull and uh, the Turtle S-Man, who, by the way, has, like, a huge hate boner for Magneto because apparently Magneto killed his parents or some shit. Yeah, it's not his fault that his dad took forever to get across the road. <laughs> That's what was he in was that. He was on one of the mini bridges he's fucking ripped up. <laughs> That's what, what was in that stew that he made those girls drop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but see, this is dumb, too. He's tied up. Like, you can't bust that little strap with your... Magnetic powers. Bro. Well, his magnetic powers are super weak, and he just got his back hit so many times. Yeah, but we heard, we've already heard that if you hit it from the back, you make the strap pop. Hey. What? <laughs> when did we hear that? I said that earlier in the episode, and then also it's a uh, fucking Drake lyric. You should know that from Alex. Yeah, I tune out a lot of Drake, even from third parties. Yeah, but this was like first CD. <laughs> yeah. Well, when he was okay. So he's strong enough to bust that out. <laughs> yeah, or at the very least, grab something sharp and like cut it or whatever. It makes no sense. He's not that much of a weakling. He was still, with his diminished powers, he, he says later he whooped Sabretooth and Mystique. Yeah. Maybe he's strong enough to grab it, but not strong enough to control it. So if he like, he levitates a knife and brings it towards him, it's just going to stab him. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like a, like a fucking fridge magnet. Well, just just right at him. Well, I'll, I'll bring it up later, but there's another thing that happens with this turtle dude later that, like, it made no sense. But, uh, anyway, uh, Red Skull is all like, hey, so, crazy thing, we took your helmet off. And what's nuts <laughs> is, I got psychic powers now, and I realized you can't get your mind right if you don't have your helmet on. So I took a peek in there, saw, oh, buddy, you're real fucked up, and I brought you an uh, old friend from your past. Remember, uh, Hitzig? Yeah, turns out he's not dead, or I undeaded him, or some shit. But he's here now. Yeah, boo, boo, he's here. <laughs> he's here. Yeah. That didn't make sense to me either. Like, he just took Xavier's brain. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and like kind of fused it to his own. Because that's how mutations work? That's how science works. Yeah. You, you, you grab a scalpel, you do some stuff, 
you you squish some stuff together and you sew some stuff. I mean, technically, that's a plot science. to Heroes. So if you take out Cyclops's eyeball, it'll right. just keep blasting. Science. Yeah. No, yeah. I actually think because aren't the portals like constantly directly in front of his eyes? Technically, like his eyeballs aren't literally the portals. Uh. Science. <laughs> that's know. a good question, right there. <laughs> No, well, I think. Well, then how would he would always be seeing a portal, wouldn't he? No, it's an invisible portal. That's why now you sound the stupid. back of the portal is yellow, and that's why everything. Is <laughs> he doesn't see the portal because he's looking from inside the portal. He's one with the portal. The portal is within his third eye. Right, it's and like we all wear portals. Metaphorically <laughs> speaking, it's like if you're walking out of a portal, you don't see the portal; you just see the world. The portal's behind you. Yeah, it's like how when you go through your door, you're not looking at your door. No, when you're going through it's it. look. Stanley was thinking like you know that saying: "The eyes are the windows to the soul." Well, that's Cyclops bullshit. Stanley made him solar powered. Cyclops his eyes are the windows to a different dimension, and they're stuck <laughs> open. Okay, you ever like been in an old house and then you open the window and then you just could not sh- fucking shut it? You can break the, the window frame. if you try too hard. Yeah, you know that and does the, make sense now that you dimension it. <laughs> <laughs> that I know one. that you weren't actually agree with me. You just wanted to get that tag in there, but you know what? I want to take that as I won that. And that it made sense. Fucking <laughs> anyway. So Hitzig's all like, "What up, buddy?" Uh, we're gonna really fuck with your head now, cause you got no helmet on, <laughs> and that's what happens. Uh, so apparently Magneto starts uh running to his past memories and whatnot, and they're being manipulated by Hitzig. So at one point he's on the moon in uh, I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm assuming the blue area, because <laughs> it always is. Has to be. Yeah. That makes me think though that the moon's like sectioned off like a. a... Uh, oh, what's that old uh, show on Nickelodeon? Uh, Legend of the Hidden Temple. Oh, where, where they all have, like show. different team colors. Like that's what the blue area. The, the blue mo- barracudas. Like there's also like a yellow area and a red and a green area, and it's all just sectioned off for teams. Yeah, but they're animals that aren't as cool sounding as barracudas. Also, it was so stupid that a, a barracuda is a fish. Yeah, but it's a <laughs> fucking wicked ass mean fish. Yeah, but I mean it's a wicked ass name, and it was like a fish. It's a wicked smart. I just think of that song. By heart? Barracuda. Yeah. (laughs) I'm genuinely surprised that both of you know the song Barracuda by heart. That's all I know of it. I don't know who it's by. I just know I saw Charlie's Angels enough times and it's in it. Now this makes a lot more sense. I knew you didn't know who it was by. Exactly. Exactly. I don't don't even know the song. I just know that part. You said it was in Charlie's Angels? Yeah. That's probably where I know it from too. <laughs> yeah. It's actually it, pronounced it, Charlize Angels. It was like uh, practically like the 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 in, like the personal soundtrack of uh, what's her face, um, Cameron Diaz. No, 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 no. Lucy no. Liu, the, the, the one who's the least hot. Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yes. Kept saying all the hot ones. The one who like, keeps fucking Adam Sandler in movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and surprisingly, actually, was fucking Tom Green. Oh. Yeah, they were married. <laughs> She's on a lot of drugs for a while. He's in that movie. He's a, he was the Chad. <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen that. The uh, that really was confusing me because the only two movies I can remember, uh, like I instantly forgot 
that we were even talking about Charles. <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say, I forgot we were talking about Charles, Magneto because Charlie's Angels is so great. And <laughs> in, in my brain, I was like, I don't remember him in E.T. or 50 First Dates. <laughs> so it's Adelan, but is Adelan on the blue area of the moon? Oh, like within humans? Oh, so then that's the one I think it is. Chick, after all. I was wondering who that was. Yeah, that's Crystal. It's okay. It's the dark side of so there's so a black area. I was going to say it's some random white chick, and you said, yeah, it's Crystal. And I was like, yeah, some random white chick. <laughs> well, that's uh, Quicksilver's girl, whatever. Oh, were they, was it? I think they were married or something. Oh. They had the kid. Uh, what's her name? Luna? They what's named funny their is kid that Chris, Luna, and they uh, lived on the moon? Well, I think. What's funny Jeez. to me is Quicksilver also sounds like it could be another name for Crystal Meth. <laughs> it does. Which is another white girl thing. Yes. <laughs> But he didn't you say she was Crystal? Yeah, yeah. Crystal that's Mas- Crystal. I know that. They complete each other. It's cute. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This is gonna be a long episode. Yeah. Uh I just, I mean, I'm still stuck thinking about Charlie's Angels, dude. <laughs> just think of Sam Rockwell, he was great. He was like Bernie Mac? He, he was Bernie Mac. Oh yeah. In the second one. Oh. He was Oh, he was a he new boss. Played, uh, I can't even remember his name now. Uh, who's in the first one? Um, uh, fuck. I'm I'm thinking. How can I remember face. the character? He played Bill Murray. Bill, yeah, Bill. That's Murray. That's what it is. Yeah. I was trying to think Bill Murray's name. I remember Bosley for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Which always makes me think of like an orthodontist or some shit. Isn't that an orthodontist? I think it's like a, in Waterford. I think it's like Bosley's braces. or whatever. No, the, Bosley. The fucking, the, if you go I to NJR, they're about. always one of the uh, the ads that come on. It's Hirsch and something. Whatever. Relatable content. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I don't give a shit. If almost every podcast I got to listen to, I got to hear about the minutia of everyday life in fucking California. I don't care. <laughs> they can hear about this shit. <laughs> we got to live it. Anyway. It, yeah, but right now, it, it doesn't matter if you're from Waterford and you're listening to this. You can't go to a movie theater. So not relatable at the moment. Oh, so they don't even know what movie theaters are all of a sudden. Yeah. Anyway. They don't even, these people Magnetos, don't even know how magnets work. <laughs> was, well, right now, how they work is holding the baby. Uh, and they're all like, hey, you didn't tell us you were our dad sooner because he's with Quicksilver and Wanda. And he's like, I just found out myself. It's crazy. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I can't tell you what I didn't already know. And Am then I the supposed baby... to keep track of all my jizz? <laughs> all of a sudden, I owe a whole bunch of child support. <laughs> then there's like a, a earthquake, and then the baby disappears. Moonquake. And, and then like there's yeah, just that's you correct skeletons. yourself. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah, a moonquake. Fuck. Either, it, ultimately, it's a it's a fucking mindquake because there's, I don't think the, I don't think there's tectonic plate shifting on the moon. Is that our argument against what he said? I'm just saying both of you were wrong. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Uh, but so, he was less wrong than you. So hit Ziggs in his mind, and he's like, "Crazy, I just killed your family, huh? Just try to hide from me and good memories. Well, I'm gonna keep following you and ruining those memories." And he disappears from another one after he tries to use magnets and show him how they work. And he's like, I don't care how magnets works. He like goes through a mind. memory of like him eating ice cream as a kid, and the Red Skull just like pushes out. 
takes it and eats it. It's like that Thanos book where he's just being a dick to one dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, throughout his entire life on his birthday. Um, this part I actually really liked. So, they go back into... Uh, he, he goes into a memory with Magda when um, he lo- loses their daughter. Their house is on fire. And he saves Magda from a bunch of debris by creating one of those magnetic domes he makes all the time. And she's like freaked out because she obviously didn't know about his powers. And he like, she's all like, our daughter is upstairs. She's going to die. She can't get out. And he's like, well, I got to fucking save you first. And then hopefully I can use these powers to save her. And he takes her out of the house and he's immediately tackled by some douchebags in bad hats. And... (laughs) Douchebags of bad hats. It, it needs to be a boy band. Yeah. <laughs> it and, already is. They just don't call themselves that. Yeah. And he's fighting them. And his daughter's screaming from, like, you know, the, the second floor of the house. And she can't get out. And uh, Hitzig is sort of goat. Like, he's, he's now present in the memory. And he's goading the daughter to jump out of the window. Because, of course, her father, with all his power, is going to save her. And so she jumps out, and of course Magneto doesn't save her because in that time he couldn't save her, and it's just a memory of that. And then Hitzig, you know, brings up like, "Oh, clever, trying to hide in a memory that you think I wouldn't have thought to look in." And he's like, "No, no, no, I didn't come here to hide from you. I came here to remind myself why I fight." And then starts fucking them up, and it's dope. And he like is in full Magneto regalia. When, you know, his wife's, like, calling him a monster and stuff in the memory. And he's like, bitch, I ain't got time for you. You ain't even real right now. Rather bang Rogue. And that's what happens. <laughs> yep. He ends up next to Rogue. And Rogue's like, Which, what's going like, on? He's like, I don't know, but I want to stay here and have sex with right. <laughs> But telling somebody I'd rather bang Rogue is basically the same thing as saying, like, not with Namor's trident. Because, like, like saying, like. Because you, she'll kill you. Yeah. No, like, he can. I'd rather die fucking somebody else than even touch you with my wiener. <laughs> no, he was allowed to touch Rogue, Gusley. How was he allowed to touch Rogue? Because he can put a magnetic force field skin consent, Devin. sensitive over himself. It's called consent. So that's how magnets work. <laughs> yeah. It does with Magneto. <laughs> that is stupid. So Magneto's really fucking the magnetic force between him and Rogue. Yeah, it's like extra ribbed. <laughs> That's real sad. That is kind of sad. It's like he's basically jerking himself off and her at the same time, and that sucks. Still counts. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, he does, like, it's crazy. He goes from, like, super, like, his his will kind of diminishes in this moment because he went from, like I said, full Magneto regalia and like ready to fight Hitzig to he's suddenly back in his uh, uniform, well, like that he was forced to wear in the uh, in Auschwitz, and then he's immediately diminished to like this, like almost like like this pathetic size and version of himself. A when, kid. He goes back to his kid version. Well, I don't, I don't know because he looks yeah. older. Honestly. He kind of looks like pre uh, pre Super Soldier Captain America. Yeah, but it's because like he wanted to hide with Rogue. And stay in that memory forever, and then just like bang and stay away. It's like this weird, like his mind shifted from like I'm gonna fight you, Hitzig, to I want to stay away. He's thinking with the wrong head. Yeah, and a- apparently it's a small one because <laughs> he shrinks in size. Um, it depends on if you mean like comparatively or like if his dick was that size. That's impressive. 
Well, if it was, <laughs> if it was the size of a of, of a, a small like, man. Yeah. You got to think when he's using that magnetic force field, though, he can add an inch. He could add ten, <laughs> probably. He could. <laughs> he's like, She'd still see it though. Let me show Not you when it's in. Ten inches, and it's just like air, because <laughs> <laughs> it's you know the force field dick. Uh, That's anyway. why he has the cape. So he, <laughs> so he turns the lights off. So suddenly dinosaurs burst into this memory. They're all fucking Nazi dinosaurs. They got like Nazi swastikas, <laughs> like scarred into their the size of their bodies. And one of them is Hitzig, and they're fucking tearing apart Rogue and his memory. And he's trying to get away. And they start chasing him down. And suddenly he's like, pull, like when he's about to get attacked, a, like a blue arm grabs him and pulls him, and it pulls him into another memory on Genosha, where. It's a guy who happens to be blue because he's a mutant, and that it'd be like that sometimes. Aren't there Nazi raptors in an uh, episode of Rick and Morty? Are there? I think so. No, that... probably. There's so much shit going on in that show. Um, so anyway, Magneto, like you see all these mutants getting Magneto, trying to get him into like a bunker or whatever, and he's like, nah, I could fucking take this thing, talking about the Sentinel that's destroying Genosha, and they're like, no, you need to stay alive and avenge us. Which is like, if he's got the power to avenge you, he's got the power to fucking stop the thing as it's happening. Like, what kind of logic is that? Like, I get that, like, Morrison didn't give you a lot of room, like, in terms of all the writers that came afterwards. Like, because you've got to let Genosha happen. So you got to come up with excuses why Genosha happens. But you can't really come up with a good excuse why Genosha happens. No, but also this is just a, it could be an altered memory. Well, it's altered when Hitzig's face becomes the fucking Sentinel's face. It's really creepy looking. Yeah. He almost looks like, uh, what's the guy that, who's just a head with little arms and little legs? Modok. Modok, yeah. He looks like Modok. He does. Uh, and so he wakes up. Starts singing that. to him. <laughs> Everywhere you go. <laughs> Are you are you trying to sing? I'll be watching you. Yeah. yeah. He does. He says, everywhere you go, Max. <laughs> So Magneto, uh, smile you make every <laughs> breath you take. I'll be watching you. So uh, that lawsuit aside, <laughs> Magneto wakes up. Wait, the one that he got from stalking that girl, or the one that we're... the one that we're gonna get now. Oh, okay. <laughs> he did. He get, didn't get one. <laughs> and he stole the whole song. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so the the turtle S man's all up in Magneto's face with a scalpel, and this this was the thing I had mentioned earlier that I was gonna get to when we got to this part. Uh, I don't understand how Magneto doesn't have the power to take the scalpel out of the guy's hand and stab him back with it. It's, it's like Butterfinger; he just keeps dropping the scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a plastic scalpel. That's a metal scalpel. It's a, it's a metal looking, scalpel, <laughs> but it's plastic. One of those plastic silverware that are silver. Yeah, it's like pl- it's like metal plated. It's oh. not real metal. It's like the really fancy looking ones for like when you have a wedding with a lot of people, but like you ain't got. Money I can't like believe that. it's yeah. not metal. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I actually didn't notice that. That does uh, that is kind of weird that he couldn't move that scalpel. He's playing the damsel in distress. He just wants to be saved. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, so this part was weird to me because even with his powers diminished, like we were talking about earlier, he should have been able to move this scalpel and save himself. He can but put it in work. Matter because like. The turtle mutant thing pulls a magneto and gets just blasted in his back. And, uh... 
Which like taking back shots over here. And not a good shot to take when somebody's like holding a knife towards somebody's eye. Yeah, because like, them the back. Yeah, like how does it not stab back yeah. you know, in the eye? Plus he's got a shell back there. Yeah. yeah. It's like the worst place to Yeah, hit the worst spot to hit a turtle, man. Uh so it turns out that uh the uncanny Avengers have shown up. It's Havoc and Rogue and and it's like and and Wanda and I feel like this is a moment where Magneto could have had like a Dorothy moment. It's like I just had a dream and you were in it. <laughs> so I and say, I fucked you. <laughs> she's dead or he's dead now. Z the turtle. Or does he come back? Z turtle is dead? Yeah. Ja. <laughs> I don't remember if he came back later, but because Magneto says uh, after Scarlet Witch hits him, it smells like death and like burning flesh. I got to point that out. Scarlet Witch just killed this turtle. She's not Perhaps, a Perhaps, but I think he meant in general. It's a camp. It's a death camp. Um, and then he bites into his arm, and apparently there was, that's what the MGH was. And then gets like a boost. Ten inches. So Goes Super Saiyan. No, it goes full 12, man. Oh, man. I don't know if he's big as Cyclops. He's got that foot-long dunk. <laughs> foot long. I, I mean, when it comes to Magneto. Five dollar. <laughs> $5 foot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Anyway, so now is when it like fast forwards past Axis uh, starting. So the most important thing, I read that uh, Uncanny Avengers, is that he beats, he kills Skull with his bare hands. Yeah. Instead of using his magnetic powers, he, uh, well, he uses Ahab's because it's magnetic, the spear. Where the hell did he come from in the first place? Ahab was there. Was he? Yeah. So he's there. He hits him with the spear and then beats him and then smashes his face with rocks. In which Scarlet Witch is all mad. Like, how could you kill him? And Rogue's like, oh, you're just as bad as, you know, Red Skull. Yeah. But I felt like it's hypocritical if Scarlet Witch did just kill the turtle. Oh, okay. And That's now she's... Yeah. All right, so, uh, yeah. For a second, I thought you meant, like, because she killed all mutants, or at least a whole lot of them, when she said no more mutants. <laughs> yeah. Most of them. Yeah. Most of them. Well, she didn't kill them. She depowered them. She killed a lot of them. Yeah, but. well, that that inadvertently killed a lot of them. Yeah. Did you ever see... Did you ever read uh, the book with magma? Or, or any time, like, magma yeah, references that was magma a really good thing where that dude I died just, under, yeah. in the lava. I just picture the, uh, the, the picture of Blob once he was depowered and he just had skin sagging everywhere. Oh, yeah. That was rough. That was fucking rough. Um, anyway, so... It basically fast forwards this next issue like past all that stuff. It's already happened, and uh, the red onslaughts out there beating up all the heroes, and the sentinels are out, and Magneto is fighting. And oh, when he kills Red Skull, Red Skull turns into Red Onslaught. Yeah, it was like that's what he needed to ascend to the higher level. It was like the reverse Obi Wan. Strike me down, and I will come back as a more powerful force than you can imagine. And but good, and in this case, it was bad. <laughs> so more of an evil Obi Wan than a reverse. Yeah, Obi-Wan. exactly. Well, yeah. but yeah. Oh, oh, reverse Obi Wan. If you be if you brought him back to life, and he got like bring me to life, and I'll be so much weaker than you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obi Wan, but evil, and with more tentacles, apparently. Because that's, that's what you need if you're the evil uh, figment of people's imagination, I guess, ultimately. Because he's just like the mindscape 
made manifest like into a, a real boy onslaught is yeah right like isn't he just like psychic energy ultimately i uh, you know what i don't know i didn't like read the evil pinocchio the original onslaught but i know it was magneto and xavier kind of fused yeah well that was because xavier had taken like all the evil out of uh magneto and put it into himself and it was just so much and that his psychic powers with all that hate and torment created onslaught so it was always uh, this psychic like apparition that for some reason i guess you could say through psionic force could destroy shit and wreak havoc but like ultimately that's all it is is an idea yeah He's so just a big old powerful idea made <laughs> real like so, pinocchio yeah. <laughs> thank you <laughs> so even with the fact that magneto is kind of ambiguous it's like is he a villain is he you know an anti-hero even then he was more like xavier wasn't good enough to counteract the evil in yeah. magneto well yeah because I mean, you got a bit of pedophile yeah you. you can't really in, in fact it just made magneto more evil magneto was the good part yeah so i'm pointing this out this needs this needs to be known yeah uh so anyway the hero like if you listen to our access show a lot of this is just review of that the heroes try really hard to fight onslaught and they don't do a good job and uh magneto bails and they get trapped under a bunch of rocks and building things and so magneto pulls a cyclops and becomes a sad boy he goes to his lair and sits at his table alone and starts to sulk about how things suck this is weird because they're all fighting right while he's there just thinking yeah it's well, almost like like no i think at book, that point everybody was just trapped under the rocks there wasn't really anybody fighting left well they were they were fighting they were sending out waves remember they were like oh is this all we have left now because some of them came back and like there were some injured oh, still. Yeah. like they were like they kept trying to fight onslaught and then running back and so like it was implied that it took a while lunch break and during that time this is what's happening which like it the way it's set up in the axis books you think Magneto dipped to go get all the other villains and come right back. That's not the case. He went home to sulk a bit. And then... Uh, yeah, he probably went out and then... Briar, he- yeah. Uh, Riley, or Riley, or Riley, or whatever her last name is. Uh, she goes and she pulls up uh, a crazy-ass PowerPoint. Greatest hits compilation. <laughs> yeah, of all the times Magneto destroyed some shit, it is playing in the background. Like, I will remember. <laughs> and Magneto's like, "How dare you? While I'm feeling so sad, make me sadder." And then <laughs> she plays one video of a little girl going, "In the arms I guess it's a good thing he exists because I'm not dead." And he's like, "Vindication!" Damn right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why was all that bad stuff even necessary? To make him feel real bad, so that she could bring him up from the pit of despair. Like, but he needed to be at the like the rock bottom of that pit. It's probably because there was only one good video that she could find. In one video by itself, wasn't going to do anything unless she made it really bad. Yeah. Her going there, <laughs> and half hours. of that video is just her like, oh yeah, he's he's horrible, horrible person. But like, they need you to be horrible. Yeah, it's <laughs> so, like maybe she had to show him how horrible he was. So they're like, yeah, we need this horribleness. Right. Oh, yeah. So Not some now, sad boy. So Magnetic now, sad boy. Now enters the uh, Ocean's Eleven slash Rick and Morty montage. You son of a bitch, I'm in. Exactly. Where he's going around <laughs> to all the villains and he goes to Mystique and Sabretooth and they say some words like, 
last time we saw you, you were on your high horse and didn't need MGH. And he's like, yeah, well, I beat you without it. Imagine what I could do with it. And they're like, you, you son, son of a, a bitch, bitch I mean. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes over to... Uh, to Carnage, and Carnage is like, the world's not chaotic, everything has an order, and it's not cool. Well, what's more chaotic than a really bad guy suddenly becoming a good guy? You son of a bitch. Yeah, it, <laughs> and they explain why, like, Carnage is sitting in just, like, a regular jail cell, and uh, why Carnage is, like, all sad boy himself about the world not being chaotic and just being, like, it's not random, it's all set. Yeah, this... It, uh, takes place like right after uh, Deadpool vs. Carnage and uh, Columban also wrote that and how that book ends is that like Deadpool convinces Carnage that because Carnage just wants to make random uh, violence and uh, he's like an agent of chaos and Deadpool is like no man like Destiny led me to exactly where you are like I, I can just use Destiny to find you that means you're predictable which means somebody's controlling you which destiny? Mystique's the woman? concept. Oh, <laughs> the, the ethereal. Yeah. Destiny. So like astrology. Yeah. <laughs> it was an horoscope. So, yeah. <laughs> he basically convinces them that he's an Aries, and uh, <laughs> so. he just pulls out like a year's worth of newspaper horoscopes, and he's like, "This was you on this day. This was you on this day." <laughs> a fiery passion. <laughs> that sounds like you. <laughs> he pulls out a fortune cookie at the end, though. Uh, well, yeah, that's uh, that's why Carnage is in a regular jail cell and why he's all. He's in a psychiatric about... hospital. I think it was just uh, bars. It says Carrington Cottage Psychiatric Hospital. I don't know, but he should yeah, be but in there more are bars. There. Yeah, he there should are... be behind more than just bars because he can escape whenever the hell he wants. There's bar bar there. Yeah, I, I don't know if you know a lot about symbiotes, but that won't stop the well i know but i'm saying it is like an <laughs> actual normally, detention well, center carnage that this is the only time i've ever seen carnage arrested and conscious because he's constantly put under drugs whenever he's arrested but he's there voluntarily so he doesn't need to be put under yeah meanwhile at a bar meanwhile <laughs> at the legion of doom yeah, yeah. i feel like magneto's speeches to these guys are as good as xavier's during giant size x-men like here you are a god you can come with me and be hated like, all right. So, so you're saying there's a panel where he's just racist to some Native American? <laughs> uh, actually, Magneto's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> Mag- Magneto goes to Absorbing Man. Absorbing Man is like, I don't want to do this shit. And he's like, but what if you did? Dixie, this is Absorbing Man. Yeah. No, I would never yeah. let you join my group, but you can do this one thing. Well, it's basically the scene from First Class, like this whole thing where they're just going around recruiting people. And then this is almost like the Wolverine part where they... Like, oh, Charles Xavier, Eric Lyncher, he's like, fuck off. Yeah. Except this time, he's like, how about we don't fuck off? <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And then he's like, all right, I'm in. Uh, and you then, son of a bitch, I'm in. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then he goes to uh, to Hobgoblin and really makes him look like a fool. And he's like, ah, you're so much better than me, you son of a bitch. I'm in. <laughs> uh, and then he goes over to Doom, who happens to be chilling with Doom. his boy Loki. Uh, but I think they were just running out of fucking pages <laughs> and they didn't want to do a Loki panel all by itself. And uh, like, I think there's a couple things from around this time of where they were hanging out. Yeah. Were, them being oh. like kind of buddy, buddy. Were they? I felt like Loki was like on the crux of being good right now. Anyway, I think he was, wasn't he? Yeah. Uh, this is like right after the, uh, like he was turned into a kid, I think or whatever. Yeah, but so was, was doom. Good. Cause this is around where he showed up in Miss Marvel's, I think. Mm. Right. 
Oh, I'm asking you because you read that series. Uh, no, I haven't read the Miss that Miss Marvel series. Oh, okay. She showed up at his school, or he showed up at her school and did some prank. It wasn't like a big deal. So Magneto uh, goes to Doom, and Doom's like, "You son of a bitch!" I think I speak for Loki here when I say we're in, but as yeah. partners. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> "I want half." He's doing that thing where he's like. Are you kidding me? We, me and Loki will not be followers of you. But then they do like the the handshake and like, but I'll gladly stand by your side. Yeah. Uh, and then they're just like, Enchantress, you're in. Because <laughs> she says nothing. <laughs> and she's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> they just then, uh, they've heard it so many times. They just open the door and they're like. You son of a bitch, you're in. <laughs> and she's like, I'm trying to take a bath here. <laughs> yeah. And then Deadpool's like, hey, son of a bitch, can I be in? <laughs> like, I've been trying to be in, man. And then Magneto's basically just like, I guess, you can, you can come. Like, I'm not going to tell you not to come, but like, whatever. Like, that's basically it. Magneto had no plans for Deadpool to be there. Um, so they all show up, and they're like, so these Sentinels... They can only beat heroes. We are their kryptonite. And I, to this day, do not understand why. It's like they're big old robots with all these powers and abilities to counteract other powers. Because they're programmed for... Yeah, specifically for the heroes' powers and not for the villains' powers. Yeah. Yeah, but aren't they a little analogous? Like, if you can stop an optic blast, you can't stop a fucking pumpkin bomb. I think it's more like how the Sentinels will show up at your local mall and kill the mutant next to you, but not you. Yeah, but they did fight. They didn't just stand there and get beat up. They just fought worse. Because their heart wasn't in it. <laughs> oh, Alright, fair enough. But I like Mystique. She's showing up with the wings. They don't do this enough for her. With yeah, that w- was cool. Like how she was just flying down. She gave herself oh. wings. I was like, she brought wings? Yeah, well, she had a Red Bull. Like when Dazzler blasted Buffalo? (laughs) When Dazzler blasted her out of the window, she didn't make wings. Although she could have. Well, she just got blasted, so, you know. Yeah, guess. Uh, Anyway, they beat up those Sentinels like they ain't shit. And then uh, that's when they free uh, Wanda and Doctor Strange so that they could do their spell to invert and pull Xavier uh, out from Red Skull, like, you know. That stuff that that ha- we talked about in the other episode. Yeah. <laughs> Go listen to Axis, our, yeah. our episode on Axis. Uh, I didn't know those about or around this time. Deadpool versus Carnage. So that makes more sense. I was curious what they were talking yeah. about. It when was they were like, like three or four months before. Because he said both, me and both written by Colin Bunn. He said me and you were gonna have words after this. I was like, what are they talking about? Yeah. Oh, and I should uh, mention now we're in issue twelve. Like so. Yeah, because Deadpool beats him up with uh, dubstep. Deadpool beats. Oh, Carnage up with dubstep because yeah. symbiote. Yeah, right, that's a little funny because it's so it's, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, this what that's when people cared about dubstep. Uh, Magneto's having a lot of flashbacks to his time with Xavier. Uh, early on, when they both had like an inkling that the other was a mutant. Although I'm sure Xavier knew, considering fucking his power oh. was to read minds and Magneto didn't know how to make helmets yet. He was all in that mind. He might have known how to make helmets. He just didn't need a helmet. No, I think he didn't know how to make helmets. 
<laughs> like, he's like, I don't know how to. Uh, I don't know what way to bend the metal. Because as soon as he learned how to make helmets, you really didn't see him without a helmet anymore. But it's a special helmet. Yeah. Not just any old helmet. Yeah, but what he never had a need until yeah. he met Xavier. I'm sure he's like well, this creepy now dude. He, he doesn't have to worry about uh, worry about helmet hair. Yeah. That's a good point. Because no hair. Yep. That's why he shaved it. So uh, anyway, <laughs> fuck what? Uh, sorry, I'm getting distracted by just glancing at this thing. What the hell happened? Oh, okay, yeah. Um, if you remember when Enchantress tried to take over Onslaught, Red Onslaught, and make him love her, and then it didn't really work because he broke out of it, uh, and then. He started turning all the villains to his side, mind-controlling them. And so Absorbing Man attacked Magneto. But of course he did it kind of as metal, carrying a big old metal ball and chain. So Magneto, like, uh, ties him up with that and throws him. And then some weird demon thing shows up and grabs Doctor Strange. Like, I'm not done with you, dude. But I don't care about you, Wanda. So then that splits up their ability to do the uh, uh, whole Axis spell because you have to have someone doing the order part while Wanda yeah. was doing the chaos and then Doom was like I can do the order part and then Wanda was like I don't trust you as far as I can throw you and I was never good at softball <laughs> and so uh, Magneto was like would you shut up and just do the thing because clearly this is a cataclysmic event going on and you're being petty and then she's like oh, whatever dad yeah. Well, in Doom, uh, and no matter when it is and, like, how evil Doom is, he's still, like, he doesn't think he's a bad guy. So yeah, he's, he's not one trying to, like, destroy the world or anything. Yeah. He he's would just still... trying to be the best and probably rule it. Yeah. Yeah. He's very but arrogant. even then, he, he, he thinks, like, he only wants to rule the world because he thinks he's the only one who can save it. He's True. not trying yeah. to, like, uh, like, murder everybody and cause chaos. It's not like you're trusting Carnage to do the other yeah. side of the spell. Yeah, he's one of those bad guys. There was something I forgot to mention in the Uncanny Avengers that was dope. Was Scarlet? It was all from Scarlet Witch's perspective, and she said like basically Magneto's anger is infectious because she remembers from like the old days of the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants that he gets so mad. I can feel the hatred growing inside you, and it yeah. like makes her want to be bad. But that's like saying that like Charles Manson really did mind control everyone else. Yeah. Like no, they were all crazy. But all right. Uh, anyway, uh, real quick, right before uh, Doom decided to help and be the you know the order caster, uh, <laughs> fucking <laughs> Carnage showing just how unrandom he is decides uh, <laughs> mid comic double cross <laughs> and decides that he's gonna be a bad guy after all. Yeah. Well, that was uh, from what's his name? No. Carnage is just like, it's not working out. I'm going to be a bad guy now. Well, I thought that was because, what's his name, Xavier, or Red Skull is mind controlling all the bad guys. Well, some of them. But yeah. I think he's just like, he just wanted to kill one of the big guys if they're all going to die or whatever. Like, it didn't seem like it was going to work out. That's how I read it. I do really like the detail that they throw in the back uh, threw in the background of this. Of, uh, uh, like, especially if you've... If you listen to our Axis episode. There's a part where when Deadpool arrives, he starts dragging away Tony Stark to help oh, yeah, power yeah. up his suit. And they show him just in the background 
uh, dragging Tony Stark. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, Magneto kind of glances down from the sky looking at them, probably thinking, oh, I remember when he got stepped on. They were pretty on point with how equal it was with Axis. <clears throat> yeah. but I always the- like when they do that. But at the same time, it's like, oh, okay, so I'm reading the same book twice. Yeah, it feels like that. The thing I didn't like, though, is because they did add that Tony Stark like told Magneto right before them, like, look out. So then it makes Magneto look more like a dick. Yeah. Because Tony Stark was looking out for him, and then he didn't look out to for him. To be fair, Magneto was a dick. Because, like I said, in the Axis book, later he comes back with all the villains. So it's assumed that he just realized, we can't win. I got to go do this thing. I don't have time to sit around. I got to be as fast as possible. Yeah. But now reading the Magneto book... He didn't do that at all. He went home and wallowed in self-pity. And so he really did just leave Tony Stark to get stepped on. At the very least, he could have helped because he was pumped full of MGH. He could have lifted the fucking Sentinel's leg and let Tony Stark get out. Yeah, that's one of those things where I do love Cullen Bunn's writing of Magneto. I don't think that fits with his character. Even if he didn't like Iron Man, if the dude just helped him out, True. I feel like he would pay the respect. It, it, it seemed like uh, like it was put in just to make had to have some reason to have Ray Lee in the book. Oh, Briar, yeah. Because yeah. uh, it's the only time she like shows up in any of these, and it's just to be like, "Hey, hey, dog, stop being so sad." Yeah, right. So Magneto flashes <clears throat> back again to another time where they're like wearing these weird ass fucking uniforms or some shit. Uh, and they're running away from some guys who are trying to kill them. And uh, one of them's uh, oh, the Nazis because of Baron course. Zemo. <laughs> and uh, is it Zemo? I thought it was uh, the other dude, Strucker. Yeah, Strucker. Uh, who isn't he responsible for Wanda and Pietro in uh, the movies? Yeah, in the second Avengers. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he uses uh, the Loki pokey stick. <laughs> yeah. To, to, to make them a mutants yep. that ain't mutants so technically Loki's their father in the MCU uh, the only joke I come up with is way too gross so I'm not gonna <laughs> <laughs> but he's fighting Baron I did like that he gave him the baby hand he did he crushed it tiny like it, that looks so weird to me because I had glanced because your eyes draw into the hand and I was like why is he so much bigger than his hand and then it hit me oh because <laughs> he crushed his hand all I could think of was scary movie also how stupid is it like his big old weapon is his Satan Claw <laughs> those are the dumb names Satan Claw yeah like I think we skipped over some of those names too we had Goat Head Girl yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were dumb. The S Men had really dumb names, um, and then we get a page that's like just the landscape of things that the spell gets casted and shit, and everything's inverted. And then of course all the villains run away, and Magneto realizes, oh, they're all gone because even in a time like this, these heroes that we just saved their lives are only going to look us look at us adversarially, and then yeah, we're, we're just next. villains to them. Yeah. Well, that happens uh, a little bit later. When he hears Wanda talking about the villains. Like, oh, the villains left. Yeah. Like, they still refer to them as villains, even though they just saved the day. Exactly. And so, Magneto uh, goes to run away, and then um, kind of a specter of Xavier shows up. Because at this time, 
no one knows where Xavier is really. Like in that in the Axis books, there's a whole thing, this search for Xavier to like lock him down. Or no, they do have him, but they He kind of force ghosts some he, he oh, does, it's a yeah, astral plane I took they, it as. They they have Xavier and they lock him up and then he disappears. Um <laughs> but he he does force ghost him and he's t- he's talking to uh Magneto and he's like, "Hey man, so like I want to talk to you before like I can't talk to you cuz they're going to take me away and all this stuff, but like, you know, good job and uh <laughs> Gives him a gold star. <laughs> and all this stuff. And, and Magneto's like... Because like, Xavier says, you know, with everything you, you've been through and you know and you've learned, like, you you got to lead the mutant people and, and help them and be their voice. And he's like, that's what, that's what I'm going to do, man. I'm going to do that for you. And, like, you know, you were right. And I'm going to teach them how to coexist peacefully with the humans. And then Xavier's like, no, 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 no. I think you misunderstood what I was saying because I was being too ambiguous. Was he you getting were right. jiggy with it? No, 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 no. I feel like you listen to that song too much <laughs> to think no, of that. <laughs> he said that the exact way. No, he, he definitely said, did. I did, but I wasn't trying to. He it said, no, 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 no. It was like uh, Magneto was basically like, yo, you're breaking up. No, I can't hear you. No, no, I can't hear you. Click. And then Xavier, oh, I was telling you you were right. You see my shirt? He's going through a tunnel. Because, <laughs> yeah, he actually didn't hear uh, Xavier say, you were right. What's weird is, though, he is is that uh, in this moment, Xavier tells Magneto, this is what you need to do. And, and Magneto agrees, this is what I'll do. And what they're describing is the exact fucking thing Cyclops is doing at this moment. Yeah. Well, Xavier's not going to talk. He got killed by him. Yeah. He's a little salty. Yeah, a little bit. Holding a grudge. (laughs) We skipped over, too, because it it, it reminded me of the fan fiction. You guys probably noticed it, too, when uh, Red Skull was talking to Magneto earlier. He's like, he never loved you. (laughs) Talking about (laughs) Xavier never loving Magneto. (laughs) Uh, anyway, so a bunch of the mutant prisoners are now freed because Magneto's there. And uh, he recognizes the one he had already uh, saved, you know, took the inhibitor color off anyway. And uh, yeah, he's like, all right, well, you guys are all safe now. And we see in the background, are they really? Because Hitzger is. <laughs> <laughs> it's Hitzig? Oh, yeah, Hitzig. And also, I feel like it's like Hitzig. Hit, like, yeah, probably. Hit, hit yeah, I feel like that ending would be pronounced Zieg. Yeah, makes or is sense. Hit Zieg. Or Hit Zieg, yeah. Oh, you know what? We we did pass this by, it was back in a previous uh, issue, but uh, there was a moment where when he, Magneto was getting beat by the S Men, where Amy, so the one who can make the little projections, She's behind a wall and she's like ready to help him. The whole thing that like he's building up that like, you bitches ain't even going to fucking fight for yourself and let other people fight for you and this fucking bullshit. Uh, and then he realized like he's fucked and he looks over at her and he's like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. No, 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 no. Don't get jiggy with it. <laughs> yeah, because really he did tell her too. He was he gave that speech like it doesn't matter yeah. your powers because he obviously has powers. He's telling this girl with just illusion powers like step up. And yeah. then he's getting whooped. And he's like, 
no, you can't do anything. Yeah. Don't don't even try. They'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> They're about to kill me. They'll kill you too. Yeah. So I that that's the kind of thing I like about this book is that it's it's not that what Magneto says at all times is true or even what he believes in. You're seeing Magneto go through like he's being challenged. His own ideas are constantly being challenged, and he's going against them at at all times. Well, he's contradicting he's con- himself exactly. Which is a very human thing to do. But not like Wolverine. He's contradicting himself, like, kind of knowingly. Yeah. Yeah. And then having to try to rectify it after the fact. Yeah. Uh, I think Wolverine is completely disillusioned, and he's literally, like, four different people. Yeah. So. Because he doesn't, you don't get the internal monologue of, like, how do I really feel about this? I've done this. Should I do this? Yeah. With Wolverine, you just get, like, the holier-than-thou stuff. Yeah, Mag- Magneto, he's riddled with, like, self-emboldenment and ego, but also doubt and regret, and you see him struggling with that himself. Bun's great at writing Magneto, man. Yeah, he, he really awesome. did a good job. I liked all the internal mon- monologue, like, all the time you get from Magneto. I think that's kind of what I didn't like later, though. When he was writing the other X-Men books, he just kept making it the Magneto show, and it's like, dude, I buy this book for X-Men. Yeah. Like, I want the X-Men, like all of them. Like, I don't... You're just making it all about Magneto all the time. Make... I get it. They, they canceled the Magneto book, but, like, <laughs> they probably did it on purpose. <laughs> it was, like, some weird backstabby way that he could, like, still make a Magneto book, even though they canceled the Magneto book. So, I actually liked... Uh, it was all, it was X-Men Blue, right? Yeah. You're talking about... Well, that and Uncanny X-Men. See, the Uncanny I wasn't a big fan of. Yeah. And yeah, I that was all that. Magneto leading, basically. It was basically a team of villains being Whoa. heroes. I don't even remember who. Ew, I know it was uh, <laughs> Magneto. <laughs> Whoa. Well, no, because Magneto and Whoa. Psylocke, I wouldn't say are villains, but you got Sabretooth. Yeah, I don't Sabretooth. remember who else. You was it Monet? Monet? Monet's not a villain. Technically, she does Sabretooth. That, that side, that like, evil leechy, like, like. Sabretooth. Yeah, but Penis hasn't been a villain forever. What, what, what were you saying? Pe- penis? Penis. <laughs> oh, Penance. Penance. Penis. Penis is No, I was saying Penis, but it's Penance. Yeah. Which is weird, too, with the whole... Uh, I think they actually did explain that. Penis, not villain. <laughs> Why she can talk. Because Penance used to not be able to speak anything. Well, he used to be... Uh, I, I think he was able to speak. He... But it was like all that uh, that shit. He wouldn't allow himself to speak because he was constantly torturing himself. Right. After uh, no, you're thinking of a different person. You're thinking Speedball, right? No, Speedball becomes a character named Penance. Also, all right, like yeah. he changes his name after uh, Civil <laughs> War, or kind of during Civil War. But like they're the event that creates it. I know who you're uh, talking about. Yeah. yeah, and it's because he was being uh, a bad boy. <laughs> Penis not nice. <laughs> yeah. So he he ended up he was wearing a, sh- a suit of spikes and the spikes were stabbing yeah, him. Yeah, when they were like also. they got super emo with it. Yeah. No, it was uh when uh Monet turns that red with the spikes and the spike hair. Yeah. Uh all right. Well, they're like basically the Hellions then. They're they're yeah, all yeah. these bad guy inclined character it was definitely not like, a traditional lineup yeah, yeah they're, they're not the most heroic of the x-men um and betsy was the 
the most heroic because she had a problem with what was going on. Sure, but also like she was Betsy, especially during that time, is always pretty uh, ambiguous because she is in the middle of stealing the body of another person. Yeah, but willingly at all times. I don't know because she kind of seems like it. It like retrospectively, I know like maybe. Uh, not literally, but the way Hickman wrote it and like her thinking back to it, like when she's walking past Quanin and then kind of freaks out or, uh, it could be whoever was writing Excalibur. I forget if it was a Hickman book I was reading or the Excalibur book, but she's like, she sees Quanin and then is like, uh, like, like feels really awkward and like regretful and like, I think that's Excalibur cause I have not read that. Okay. Yeah. And, and is like like feels really bad for like, like there's a there's a moment of self-realization that like she stole that woman's body for years yeah and i don't know if you'd feel that that strongly if like you if there was not some sort of voluntary nature into it like maybe it was like she had to do it but like she could have not meant as long or kind of like how rogue stole carol's powers that was kind of on purpose right no she, I mean, maybe not for as much, but, like, didn't she mean to, like... She mean her? to hurt her. She didn't mean to take her powers for that exactly. long. Exactly. So, it's sort of like manslaughter. Like, you're kind of responsible. I mean, yeah. You didn't mean for, it to, like, the person to die, but, like... Yeah, involuntary you, manslaughter. Yeah. So, I think it's just sort of like that. So, be, that's one of those things. I've actually never read that, like, when that all happened. When Betsy's... And I think we should cover that. Sure. I mean, this is the Mex Men podcast yeah. where we cover all things Mex yeah. and men. <laughs> we cover all things men. <laughs> I mean, I didn't know we covered all things men. Podcast, we, we were just covering a twelve-inch dong, yeah, uh, made of magnetic force. So maybe you were covering the twelve-inch dong. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of force, I'll tell you that. You know what else has a lot of force? Star Wars, full circle. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, nice. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know what? That <laughs> that didn't seem forced, though. <laughs> ah, there we go. We went full circle <laughs> twice. So, uh, to congratulate us, you guys should add us on our social media pages. Uh, we have Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, everything is at Maxman Podcasts. Go follow the page. Talk to us. Say things like, hey, weird to show. So we did the thing. <laughs> say exactly that. Yeah. And and exactly and hopefully say and we bought merch because we have merch available if you went to if you go to RT if you went to if you go to our T public uh Mexman on T public and we got, you know, things available to purchase there and you do that and then you can go to our social media and be like, "Yo, we bought your stuff." And then we're like, "We know cuz we got money for it. Thank you." Yeah, yeah, take a picture of you wearing the merch and send it to us. And you can and you can make this ad full circle in and of <laughs> itself. Be the first one and we'll give you a coupon for a pizza. <laughs> it may be expired. Yeah. <laughs> Just send it. I'm I've been saving I'll, those. I'll at least Venmo you the money for a hot and ready. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> you, you could potentially go really broke. Yeah, you no, get... I said the first person. That's oh, one person. It's oh, one person. <laughs> yeah, be the first one. It's like the winner. I, I could buy one person a hot and ready. Okay. I can make that commitment. So, yeah, the link to all our social media and our Public and our YouTube channels in the description. And uh, that's for today. I was thinking you were shooting too low, bro. <laughs> <laughs>